Our first reaction was to make sure that our algorithm was kind of catered to this, since this is, you know, more of a black swan event. This isn't something that's coded into the system for, you know, our software to take care of. So immediately, first reaction, just get the algorithm to price everything consistently with these very different trends that we're seeing. Welcome, welcome everybody, Rachel Prince, rentalpreneur and realtor here in the heart of the Midwest, as I always say, it's Indianapolis and it's kind of an overcast day, a nice day to work from home. <laughs> well, I'm sure we're all still working from home, but most of us anyway, but there are some of us who are still out in the field doing their thing. I thought it would be a great B&B &B entrepreneur podcast episode to talk with Price Labs, a company out there who is customizing data for pricing, creating automations in pricing. It's a, it's a really nice uh, in integrated pricing tool that you can use for your hosting platforms such as Airbnb, uh, HomeAway, and more. So I thought I would get them on to this podcast. I really wanted to get them on for so long and now that we have seen this kind of shift in the market because of COVID-19, I wanted to reach out to them and not only find out a little bit more about um, their company, but the data that they're getting and how that's impacted and shifted the hosting world as we know it. So I'm welcoming Oliver Marzinski. He's here today all the way from Seattle with us on the uh, on behalf of Price Labs. And we're going to have a conversation today to really just discover what data they've figured out within the new hosting market and, and all the changes and results of this COVID uh, outbreak. And, um, and just get an opportunity to learn a little bit more about Price Lab. So Oliver, I'm so thankful that you took the time out of your day to, to be here with us. So thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Thanks so much for having me here, Rachel. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so I would like to just figure out who you were before Price Labs because I know you do outreach and development for them and that you worked for a property management company doing revenue management. Maybe you could just kind of explain what that is as well. Correct. Yes. So my background here is in revenue management for a property manager in Seattle. Um, so the company was called Domicile. At the time, they were managing about 120 apartments, uh, more hotel style. Um, so I was pretty much on their team, setting rates, maximizing revenue, and helping them make the most money at the end of the day here. So um, revenue management, um, to me, that term is essentially trying to maximize how much money you're making out of your vacation rentals here. So kind of looking at all the trends for things that are going on and seeing that, hey, you know, with the current season, the current day of the week, how far out people are booking, how can we use these trends to essentially make the company the most money possible here? So how did you like come together with that property management company and determine that they needed some revenue management? I mean, I guess it's a it's like a thing. I mean, companies hire for that, right? Or can they make it up for you? <laughs> it's <addition>. definitely, <laughs> definitely a thing that more and more companies are starting to hire for here. So that's a trend we've generally been seeing about in Price Labs where over the past four years, this idea of active revenue management 
um, really looking at your rates in more detail, seeing where you can make adjustments to uh, increase your bottom line. Um, that's something that more and more companies are hiring for and taking more seriously here. So um, yeah. this particular property manager, I mean, since they were growing pretty quick, uh, they were just trying to fill those shoes there. So how many properties did they have or listing? Uh, they were was, at a, 120 at the time. Oh, so it was a property management, not hotel? Um, so it was a small mix of both, um, where their model was basically partnering with builders who were building apartment buildings at the time. Uh, Seattle had seen just mm -hmm. explosive growth and development, but people weren't picking up those apartments as rentals yet. So they would come in, rent, let's say, 10 to 20 listings in one building, um, and then just rent those out to uh, guests looking to stay short term. Wow. Genius. Isn't mm -hmm. that what like front desk does, but maybe not with builders? They just I know they go into I know they've done it down here with apartment buildings where they're not usually people aren't usually allowed to short term rent, but because they do it in bulk, they can mm -hmm. grab twenty or thirty, and it is a pretty good model for them. Totally, yeah. So that's a direction we're seeing a lot of companies head. So like Stay mm -hmm. Alfred. Yeah. Um, all those guys, it's, it's a very, very similar model to that. Yeah. Interesting. So, and how did you get involved in revenue management? Is that something you went to school for? Or is that something that like you, yeah, they teach you? Totally, yeah. So my background in school was in economics, where we're basically, you know, focusing on the supply and demand of things, figuring out where prices should lie. Um, so. I basically found this uh, job in running new management and it just seemed like a great fit since there's so many dynamic factors going in, so just trying to apply some of that school in here. Uh, okay, well that's good. I hated economics. <laughs> <laughs> God, it was like my worst class ever in college. Well, that's good for you. I'm, I, that's cool. To see, I mean, had I known that I was actually kind of interested in that and, and good at that in, that in that way, I might have liked economics a little bit more, but didn't turn out so. Um, mm -hmm. So what did you do? Uh, so you were always into property management or revenue management, or did you have a different well, split personality life before? Because I was a yoga teacher, I was a massage therapist, like before I ever got into sharing economy. Yeah, it seems like in property management and the sharing economy in general, we have so many people who had some life before and now we're just kind of sliding into things. Uh, so very similar case to me. My background's actually in sewing and leather working. So I uh, worked for yeah, worked for a small little leather shop here in Seattle and that was that was a ton of fun. So making backpacks, briefcases, belts, all those good things. I'm sure that sounds funny every time you say it. So yes, it is. Um, I mean, I, with all due respect, I think that's an awesome thing. There's, a, there's actually a leather maker here in Indianapolis who makes really cool wallets and stuff. I mean, it's really, really a cool thing that you could conceivably have it all um, locally made. So what was like your favorite um, item that you made? Um, favorite item, probably a leather bike tool. That was something I had designed. Otherwise, I mean, all of the okay. briefcases, big leather pieces, those are just too much fun to work with here. Yeah. Well, you are in Seattle. People are probably a little more uh, avant-garde out there. So, um, <laughs> anyway, well, that's cool. That's good to know that you you uh, do you still do leather work and stuff or sewing or of that sort. Yes. Yeah, so on the Co COVID side. during quarantine. During yeah, <laughs> honestly, quarantine has kept me busy. But I've got a oh. beautiful sewing machine over here. And I sew a lot of bike bags currently, so uh, 
different bags you mount to your bikes, panniers, things like that to uh, get you moving here. Cool. Well, let's get moving with this uh, concept of how did you move from the property management company into Price Labs? Totally, yeah. So at the property management company, we had been using Price Labs to manage all the revenue. So I was largely in charge of setting up all those systems. And as you can imagine, that just brings a lot of questions for, hey, why can't things be done this way? Can we have these customizations, et cetera, et cetera? So pretty much every other day I was on the phone with support, with uh, Honorag, who is one of our co-founders here, and just demanding more and more functionality. After a few months of that, I mean, they had enough of me. They're like, hey, come build the product with us instead of just demanding, you know, <laughs> more and more each week here. So. Oh my God, that is so satisfying to hear that people actually, that, that, that turned out in your favor because I feel like I spend so much time with certain companies that I'm demoing, you know, doing those sorts of things or one of the pri property management softwares that I'm using, systems that I'm using. It's like I'm constantly telling them about the errors. They should hire me, but they actually did hire you. <laughs> actually did hire me here. Yep, yep. That is so, that's like a huge success story. And I'm so glad that um, he, uh, Anu, as I call him for short, right? I can call him Anu for short. Yep. He, he said I, I think he said I could. But anyway, Anu, like that he understood that you, what you got, what they didn't have is inherently what they needed, which is what you understood. So I think that leap right there I really respect that. I respect that type of person who's able to see that. So good job. I'm, I'm really impressed. That's awesome. So what kind of things were you seeing with Price Labs that they needed to correct? Or I mean, it seems like you've been, how long have you been with Price Labs and like what have you been doing over the last, those that time? Totally. So I've been with the company for about a year and a half now. And since so much of my struggle was getting the rates to show up exactly how I wanted them, automating so much of the different you know, processes that I was doing manually, a lot of my focus here at the company has been just talking to larger PMs, seeing what they're looking for out of products, and trying to kind of implement those into our solution here. So ah. a lot of talking with people, seeing where the pain points are, and then seeing what can we build to just make that a lot easier for them here. Why don't you just give a basic rundown of what Price Labs does and how it's one of the most dynamic uh, pricing tools on the market today? So Price Labs, our goal is essentially to optimize your rates based off of what's happening in the market. Mm -hmm. So we're scraping data from all of the kind of major OTAs here. So looking at Airbnb, Booking, and then HomeAway is coming up pretty soon here. And we're just trying to determine what trends are going on in your market. So a lot of what users are doing manually, you know, seeing which dates are in high demand, how should I price my weekends versus weekdays, what holidays are going for how much. We do a lot of that for you and basically recommend rates in a pricing calendar. Um, so that's kind of the high level overview. And then our goal is essentially to take those rate recommendations and then let you still have control over them. So we're not saying, hey, this is the final price that you should be charging. We're giving you a lot of control to say, hey, this is how I want my price to be set up. This is the pricing strategy I want to use and things like that. Just helping you implement those a little more automatically here. Some of the things I love about it are the areas where it is customizable, like what you're saying. 
Um, you have things like last-minute pricing. You have those orphan day prices where if you have gaps, you can offer discounts in there, which I really love. Um, and then the minimum stays, and it can update it as, you know, like if you have a minimum of four days, you have to go back in every time and, you know, change it as the days go by. So it, this updates it to three days, minimum night, two days, and so on and so forth. Do you want to talk about any more of the customizable things or? Totally, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, we basically figured out that property managers have so many tasks that they're just doing manually. So let's say there's a gap that pops up in between bookings um, that with your current minimum stays wouldn't be bookable. I mean, things like this happen all the time. So why make that a manual process when you can essentially automate it? So our goal has always been taking those trends that are very easily automatable and just giving you the power to set things once instead of doing the same thing over and over again. So you'll see that with different gap fillers where we change prices, change minimum stays. You'll see that with different discounts that pop up based off of your internal occupancy, different last minute discounts, far out premiums. I mean, <laughs> pretty much any factor you can think of, we have a customization for here. And then those days go back to my base rate or whatever, I, you know, whatever my base rate or um, the Airbnb market rate might be, the smart rate might be for that. It, it might be that someone canceled for this coming weekend and that rate is not high enough and it, sometimes it gets rebooked so fast and I'm like, darn it, I didn't even get to change that. And I think that's one of the reasons why Price Labs is so great because it goes pretty quickly or you can also push the reset um, manually. Is that, is that right? Totally, yes. So um, with everything, typically our rates update once per day, just overnight, which is less ideal for those quick cancellations that come in. But if you ever do see a cancellation, there is always a sync now function that just recalculates your rates and sends those out in about five minutes here. So, so Oh, five minutes if you manually push. So how, how quickly then are we talking if, let's say, I get a cancellation on the weekend, it's Monday, and are we talking 24 hours? Uh, we are probably talking about anywhere up to 24 hours. So our okay. sync happens once a day. Someone canceled close to midnight, you know, that push would happen pretty soon. But if someone canceled in the morning, they would have to wait until the evening to see that refresh go through. Gotcha. Well, again, like I said, it's a manual push, and I think that is a nice option. Um, so what else about Price Labs? Is, is there anything new to the market you, you can share with us or anything coming to the market? So ever since kind of COVID hit the market and bookings started dropping off pretty drastically, um, our focus has been a lot on providing property managers with different tools for actually seeing what's happening in their specific areas. Mm -hmm. um, so we pretty recently um, released a new market dashboard tool where for any of your properties, you can basically select a radius that you want to analyze and we'll just be sending you up-to-date trends for how many bookings are coming in, how far out are bookings coming in, how long are people staying. So all of that kind of actionable insight that's telling you how to price things and when is the market recovering, uh, that's been kind of our main focus here over the past few weeks here. I'm glad you kind of made that transition because this is a subject that I really want to get into. And I also set my company up for month-long bookings. I did a minimum of, say, 20 days and almost instantly, 
you know, 50% of them were, were filled for 20 to 30 days by people quarantining, travel ban, people who are restricted here by travel bans, uh, people, nurses, and so on and so forth. A lot of locals, actually. Um, mm -hmm. So, so, and I did hear a news, uh, the, the CEO, I did hear his, some of his webcasts where he was talking about some of the data and what you guys were finding. That was early on, so it was like last month. And I was noticing that was kind of similar, but I wanted to know uh, how you guys adapted to that right away and, the, and some of like kind of what was the initial impact that you guys saw of COVID on Price Labs and your clients. In terms of how things are changing, uh, biggest trends we've seen, like you're saying, was a huge increase in the length of stay that people are booking for. So right. in your case, a lot of those month-long bookings coming in and a lot of those shorter bookings were really just really drying up. So um, people who had been in the short-term rental game, just not as many people looking there, uh, whereas those longer stays, nurses, quarantining family members, those were on the huge rise here. So um, our first reaction was to make sure that our algorithm was kind of catered to this since this is, you know, more of a black swan event. This isn't something that's coded into the system for, wow. you know, our software to take care of. So immediately first reaction, just get the algorithm to price everything consistently with these very different trends that we're seeing. So toning down a lot of our event detection uh, and then kind of, offering deeper discounts for those last minute bookings and, and things like that just to keep those bookings coming in and uh, keeping occupancies happy. That's, yeah, that's really interesting. And that, that's so interesting, in fact, that, I, and I think that's how Airbnb was too. They weren't exactly prepared, you know, not only to prepared to encompass all the cancellations at once, but also to refund money, <laughs> like mm -hmm. you know, I, I just heard Brian Chesky talk a couple a day or two ago, uh, yesterday I think it was, and uh, or a day or two ago. You know the days blur together when you're in quarantine. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. I think he, but I believe he said something to the extent of you know we weren't set up for this. We, he's not trying to make excuses, but he's definitely saying that. Yeah, they had to do some things last minute. So yeah, that that's really interesting that you guys actually had to throw some stuff in there, uh, some new algorithms. I, I really find that fascinating. Definitely. Yeah, so our data science team, I mean, at the beginning when everything was happening, I mean, they were working weekends, long days, like everyone was on a very, very, very high alert here yeah. just to make sure all existing customers, you know, you're still getting bookings and that pricing is actually helping you get bookings versus hindering you by not reacting to uh, what's going on quickly right. enough here. So Right, because they are paying for it. So, you know, like we're talking about this is Price Labs is basically uh, priced at about 19, 20 bucks a month for one listing. And then like, you know, let's say you have 15 to 30, it goes up to 6.99 a listing. And then 1,000 or, you know, more, you know, 1,000, you have, 450, 4, 450. I'm just looking at your website. It's right. It's all there. Okay. It's all out. It's all out in the open. Yeah. So yep. you guys aren't hiding anything. It, it's basically a per listing fee. And so, you know, yeah, you lose a host loses 90% of their bookings. Um, they're still paying all of their software companies and affiliates 
And I, so it's kind of like has to be justifiable, right, before you start losing clients too. So I think it was a really smart move that you guys did this, offered it, and also started emailing your clients and offering them some webcast solutions and some of the information of the data that you were seeing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the main question is how can we keep pr providing value to hosts even mm -hmm. when bookings are kind of slowing down here in a lot of places. So both in terms of optimizing pricing and then also in terms of like incorporating different strategies. So when we see a lot of hosts go towards midterm bookings like you are and a lot of our customers are kind of doing, uh, our major question was how can we take this midterm booking trend and then make that even more effective. So filling gaps in between those bookings, still taking short-term bookings last minute without blocking up your calendar for those longer stays and things like that. So it's like where is that value now that the entire booking landscape has kind of totally shifted from, from where it had been just a few weeks ago here. Yeah, yeah, that's really fascinating. And I, I guess the good news is that it'll be added to the algorithm for future, right? Like it, it will, can it detect that or will that be something that you guys will have to kind of take out of the software and reprogram or delete out? Yes, so we have kind of manually adjusted a few things that will be, you know, removed once the situation uh, definitely stabilizes a little more here. But in general, I mean, this was a great little warning, like, hey, this yeah. is how we react to pandemics. So if anything does happen in the future, we do feel a lot more prepared to be able to make a lot more of these changes on the fly and, yeah, <laughs> still be useful and helpful instead of, you know, being caught with our pants down here. Right. Well, is there an option to keep like longer term rental options instead of short term as well? Because like for me, in my COVID pivot has been, you know, do I really want to go back to what I was? I don't know. Mm. I don't know if I do. People like front desk with proprietary softwares, uh, you know, they might be in a better position. But do you think that maybe um, there would be the opportunity to support hosts who decide they want to do longer term stays and give them an, or at least have the functionality on it? Yeah, we're definitely building out a few kind of new tools in that regard. So trying to work with some of the PMSs to be able to better do those month-long discounts and things through Price Labs and then also just automate those longer-term prices um, so that those are still changing dynamically throughout the year. So I personally don't think that switching to long-term means that you should just switch to static pricing in general. Right. Um, I think there's a good opportunity to still have a lot of that dynamicness that, you know, increases your revenue at the end of the day. Um, yeah, with the longer term, medium term bookings that we're seeing here. Right, right. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about in regards to Price Labs and, and how it works and how a client might, um, you know, use it and connect with, say, their Airbnb account? Maybe just to kind of summarize how that connectivity works. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so in terms of our kind of a quick overview of how Price Labs would work, um, you would basically start by just connecting your Price Labs account, sorry, your Airbnb account directly to Price Labs. And just like that two-minute process, you would basically have something that resembles Airbnb smart pricing, where it's taking that market data, but of course, hopefully quite a bit smarter. Um, 
and just automatically providing those recommendations and syncing those up with Airbnb. So what uh, you're saying is you log, you because you, there's a, a little bit of, uh, we have URLs that mm -hmm. we can use from our Airbnb listings, or what you're saying is you actually log in as your, um, you know, like you're logging into Airbnb and connect that way. Yes, so you actually log, it's a little bit of both. So you okay. connect your price, your Airbnb account to Price Labs, mm -hmm. um, and from there, we essentially see all of the data for your listing and then can push prices to your listing. So you basically give us access to your Airbnb calendar so we can send rate recommendations over and kind of adjust rates that way. Right. Okay. Well, I'm sure those are things that you guys offer support on when, I think you do, I'm pretty sure, because I've gotten some, I've had some questions and you guys are responsive to answering some of those when people are getting set up. So if they had any questions, they could reach out to you. Of course, of course, yeah. Always happy to help. Big support team, so. <laughs> so what is the response time? And um, why don't you tell, why, this would be a great time just to say where people can find you and or find Price Labs. You can find us at pricelabs.co or email us at support at pricelabs.co. Um, in terms of response times, always within the same day, typically within an hour or two. And then, you oh, know. Wow. <laughs> yeah, good. so that's definitely been a big focus, building up our support team since with pricing, when something goes wrong, that's something that you want to fix right away. That's not something that can wait a day or two if, you know, people are booking your listings for half free here, so. Ah, uh, yes. You guys out there are looking for an, a, a pricing tool, a way to automate your pricing and stay on top of your friendly competition. I don't like to say competition and act like there is a lot, you know, but there is there are others out there who will compete with your pricing, and so I think this is one of the best ways to stay at the top of your market and promote your listings and um, you know really cap, catch some some good bookings. That's kind of how I see this is like fishing, like we're fishing, mm -hmm. and we gotta like put the little bait on there, we're baiting, and then we catch our fish and then we get our booking. So I think Price Labs is, you guys are doing great work and I think that people out there really could benefit from using this software. Above, like, above many different types of software, this is highly something that I recommend because I, as a property manager over the last few years, I've actually gone in manually and for all my listings I kind of, when I'm about a week or two out, I will adjust those prices manually and minimum night requirements manually. And I've been doing that for mm -hmm. so long that um, that I almost wish that I would have joined Price Lab sooner. So. <laughs> yeah, with all those manual adjustments, I mean, it turns into a trance where you're like, this listing, down two days. This listing, down 10%. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. But I think this is, uh, you know, having automated or automating your pricing as much as you can is absolutely key. I mean, okay, so if you're off a couple dollars, fine, but I think you guys have it down to a system to where you really are working with the data um, from the area to get those prices correct. Now, can, actually, why don't you talk a little bit more about how that how that's done? Because are you pulling data from AirDNA, HomeAway, or all the platforms, or or have your own data tool? 
Yes, so we are personally pulling all of the data from Airbnb and Booking.com currently. Uh, we're adding VRBO and HomeAway in the next few months. But with that, we essentially see which listings are available and how much are they charging. So since we're kind of scraping that on a daily basis, this informs us on the trends for how our bookings actually changing. So you can figure out quite a bit from that, see how far out people are booking, which prices are sticking, and so on. Um, and then basically just analyzing that on the back end to actually transform that into a pricing recommendation for you here. Great. Well, that's amazing. I, I'm just really glad we finally got you on uh, the episode of uh, Airbnb Entrepreneur and that um, some more people can learn about what you guys have offering are offering. Do you want to uh, finish us out with some sort of amazing inspirational um, quote or book or um, just you know topic? Because I think uh, people like to hear, uh, you know, what you're up to in the world and and how you're inspiring others and what what you recommend for them. Kind of like a takeaway, if you will. Yeah, honestly, um, at the end of the day, I think property managers are already working a lot harder than they should be. So take that work that you're doing, get the most output from it as possible, and don't waste your time with things that can be automated here. So your time is valuable. That's, yeah, value it. Yes. A amen. I, I, I work with a lot of clients that don't factor in paying themselves for their, managing their own Airbnbs, and I'm like, hey, you got to pay yourself. Like, put that in, in there and make sure you're getting a cut because your time is, val is valuable. And, and so, yes, I, I think that's a great takeaway. And Oliver, I want to thank you so much for your input and your expertise and discussing um, Price Labs and what and how we can drive that puppy and, and make it really work for, for the hosts out there. So thank you so much. Amazing. Thank you so much for having <laughs> me on here, Rachel. Much appreciated. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, that's it for today's episode of Airbnb Entrepreneur Podcast. I want to thank you so much for being with us today and taking your time to learn and apparently from the algorithm of um, the SoundCloud and all of the apps here, they like it when you subscribe and share because that helps get it out to more people. So again, thank you so much for your time with us today. If you'd like to learn more about the short-term rental revolution, go to rentalpreneur.com. And until then, we'll see you on the flip side.
I'd like to welcome all of our Mons. Oh gosh, crab. hold on, let me see. <laughs> what's funny is I almost had it, but your your okay. So Oliver sent me this cute little audio that says his name, right? And it's because it's spelt well. It's one of those that has like 80 syllables. And it, <laughs> it's disappeared. You know how when you send an iPhone message and then sometimes the audio disappears once someone's played it? Well, that's what happened. So, Oliver Marzinski. Perfect. Yeah. Yes! I, I was like, I know I can nail this. But Marzinski is spelled with a C and a Z and a Y and an N and an S. You know, it's one of those more challenging, what, is that Polish? Or? It is Polish, yeah. There Way you too go. Many letters so. in there. <laughs> Well, so here's to your interesting welcome to the show, Oliver. I'm so glad that you could join us and uh, be a part of this episode. Thank you, Rachel. Very happy to be here. Okay, great. Well, Oliver um, has got his background in revenue management for property manage managers in Seattle, and you know they were using Price Labs. And I think at some point you must have just joined the Price Labs team, right, just to, to help them grow. And it, I think you do product development as well. So we're talking to the right person here. I'm really excited to um, learn a little bit more from you about Price Labs. Why don't you just talk about um, your background a little bit, and then we'll get into details about how you, um, you know, with Price Labs. Totally, yes. Yeah. So a few years ago, I was doing a little bit of property management, uh, sorry, revenue management for a property manager out here in Seattle. Uh, we were using price lamps at the time, and honestly, I sent so, so, so many questions and feature requests to support that after a few months of dealing with me, they were like, hey, let's maybe bring you on the team here. You can help make the so software exactly what you want it versus bogging us down with all your questions the whole time here. So taking my experience in revenue management and taking that to the software side now to hopefully help other revenue managers, property managers, owners optimize their rates for what's going on in the market here. So like when you say revenue management, can you kind of break that down for me in layman's terms and for everybody out there? What does that mean? Definitely, yeah. So here we're mostly talking about the optimization of the revenue that you're making from your short-term rentals here. So that comes in two forms. Of course, there's the price that you're charging for each listing, but then also the occupancy that you're getting. So our goal is always to try to get you to the point where you're charging the maximum price per night for your listings while still staying as fully booked as possible here. So with pricing in vacation rental markets specifically, I mean, this is one of the most dynamic markets where there's just so, so, so many factors that go into the price that you're charging. So things like seasonality, what day of the week is it, how far out is someone booking, you know, are they booking a holiday, are there events going on, what are the global travel trends, so there's just a lot of data that goes into how much people are willing to pay. So, so essentially, how, yeah, <laughs> well I was like, how did you get into that because, I mean, it was like you just one day were working for a property management company saying, oh, you guys need all of these things. Totally, so <laughs> my... <laughs> Yeah, my background is definitely in economics. Uh, so I studied at the University of Washington, where I mean, all we focus on is supply and demand. Uh, so ah. eventually, I mean, I was looking around the job market a little bit, and vacation rentals really seemed like one of the more interesting supply and demand markets out there, since there's mm -hmm. just 
so many things that influence that final price that you can be charging here. So was that kind of the first big company that you worked for was just jumping right into you know, property management and revenue management for that company? Correct, yes. So um, yeah. before doing revenue management, my background is actually in leather making and sewing. So <laughs> of that course, was, I knew it. <laughs> that was the, the big switch for me here where it's like, hey, let's actually apply the things we've learned in formal education uh, in a meaningful way and see if we can bring some of these optimization trends, you know, that I had been learning so much about to a specific industry and let's see if these theories actually work out here. Huh. Okay. And so then did you get like recruited by Price Labs or you kind of applied yourself because you're like, this is right up my alley? Honestly, um, that was one where after so, so, so many emails and phone calls with uh, Honoreg, who's one of the founders here, yeah. it really just felt like a natural fit by the time that the previous company was ending and it was like, hey, you know, oh. where do we take this revenue management background from here? So I thought the software side was a much bigger way to make an impact. So instead of working for one company, we can essentially work for thousands of property managers provide them the same pricing information, this pricing data, to help optimize more and more people's ratio. Yeah. And so tell me, what was your favorite piece of leather uh, that you crafted? Like, what, was, what did it turn into? A belt? or? <laughs> great, great, great <laughs> question. Um, on the bigger side of things, a couple briefcases and backpacks that were just amazing. Once you get that old leather going, I mean, Lasts a lifetime, super good stuff. Uh, but my personal favorite piece, a small bike tool I used to make that was basically wrapping the innards of a metal bike tool just in leather and make it a lot more sleek, sophisticated. So that was a lot of fun and definitely fit that kind of vintage Seattle vibe <laughs> that, was, that was going oh, on. Wow. Okay. Well, you're, so you're in Seattle. Okay. Well, that explains a lot. I mean, if you're close to, if you're close to Portland, then I get it. Um, yeah, we okay. get the uh, residual there. Yeah, sure. yeah, right. Okay, so uh, let's talk about Price Labs. So you, you're working at Price Labs, and um, this is kind of really cool to me because I've, you know, I do a lot of uh, demos with different companies. I've told you I'm looking at different software companies, and oftentimes it's like I feel like they should pay me <laughs> to, to like say, well, this works, this doesn't work, or this is broken, or you know, I feel like I should be paid for that instead of paying them. Uh, you know, but that's not how it works. And um, um, I don't usually like review products. I'm not like a reviewer of products on this podcast. However, every now and then I do throw in a comment here or there about things that I like and I don't like. Um, so tell me, like, how did that, uh, you know, how did that go down with Price Labs? Like, were you just starting to see things that didn't work, or did it just seemed to work really well and you were just like, you know, let's just keep expanding. Like, what was your game plan? Totally, yeah. So um, with Price Labs, one of our biggest focuses is making our prices as adjustable as possible. So one yeah. of the biggest trends we see is property managers everywhere all have their own strategies and thoughts and ideas on how they want to price their properties, what discounts they want to be giving what theories they have for different holiday and event pricing and things like that. So instead of trying to make a product that caters to everyone, everyone's needs perfectly, where you load in your listings, this is the price you're charging, you're fully optimized, 
our goal is always to give the user as much control as possible. So in my experience, I mean, it was great to have that firsthand experience of using the product as like an actual revenue manager, you know, yeah. seeing hey, what was I'm working, sorry. what wasn't. Hey, 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 uh-huh. I'm going to cut, cut it off. I think there's like a, there is an echo and I'm afraid I want to, I'm afraid that it's going to impact this call. Okay. Yeah, um, no, totally. So, so what I'd like to do is just um, stop it and listen real quick. I, I when you, I noticed it when you put on your headphones, it started, sound, it started sounding echoey, even though you said that would stop it. But I'm a little concerned about that. So the other thing I want to do is I want to. Um, I know my intro seems a little bit pitchy, but what I want to do is have a conversation with you and talk in the tone that you talked to me yesterday with, and I'm not getting mm-hmm. that. It found, sounds really markety, like you're trying to sell something, and I don't want that. I want you to talk to me like mm-hmm. you talk to me, like I'm your best friend kind of thing. So I want to try to get it down a couple tones in your octaves and like come back to this um, like conversational piece. I want you to try to take what we just did and like know, like let's, let's talk. Let's you and me talk. Don't sell me. Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Sounds, okay, all right. And I, and I say that with all due respect, but I've done this enough to know, like I can hear it in your voice, and mm-hmm. I want you, I've been, I asked you that leather question not to throw you off, but to try to get you to talk about something that you enjoy and you're fun with, you know, you have fun mm-hmm. with. But I, I just, I, I, I want you to relax a little bit. So I'm going to end this. I'll, be, I'll jump back in. So you, you chill out. It right, might cool. kick and you out. It might kick you out when I do that. So hold on. Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay.
Hey, Rachel. Um, I can leave it now. Yeah. 